Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I am here today with a a cast of characters. Our patrons are joining us. It is the end of April, and I have some wonderful guests with me today to talk about our topic. We are discussing if we were in the Wasteland, and we were founding our own faction, what our goals would be, what we would want to accomplish, how we would do it, what we would put together and maybe even what symbolism, what, uh, I don't know if we would have like a role model or a character as like a theme or I don't know. I mean, this might get wacky. This might get super serious. I don't know where we're going to go with this. So I'm super excited to see what they come up with today. So let's just introduce everybody and get this rolling. Lil Green is back. Lil Green. How's it going? Always happy to be here. Buddy, welcome back. I'm super excited to see what you're going to say. I know you're a creative guy. I have some feelings that you might uh, might be throwing out some interesting ideas here. Um, we also have Maverick, who's back. He's saying hello with a fork. I, I guess he's, a, he's, a, he's eating some dinner, maybe. Maverick, what's going on, buddy? Oh. Oh, yes, there I'm, we go. Gonna, I'm going to be eating dinner. Cool, man. I'm glad you're returning. And then Nova is yes. back. Nova is uh, not fighting a tornado this time i guess yeah yeah that was quite the interesting time last uh whole session i suppose i'll just say hello everyone how are you guys doing <laughs> welcome back buddy all right guys so who wants to kick this off we're you're in the wasteland during say the events of let's just throw it 200 years after the bombs things are not looking particularly great right we've got monsters and ghouls and super mutants and vaults still opening up or dilapidated and people are finding them again you have limitations on healthy food water you've got raiders out there you have a place where it might be difficult to grow crops you have a bunch of wastelanders just scraping to get by there's a lot of things that need to be done in the wasteland there's a lot of people who are looking to take advantage of those who are in difficult situations and there's a lot of factions out there pushing for their own agendas we talk about these factions all the time right we got the brotherhood the enclave all sorts of different factions but you are now the leader of a brand new faction some something you've done something you've said has rallied a group around you for some reason who wants to go first what is that reason what is your faction what are you called lil you want to start us off yeah, I guess I'll start off. I mean, I put a little bit of uh, thought into it. And I guess um, what I came up with is uh, something I would like to call the cleaners. The cleaners. <laughs> okay, so when you say cleaners, I think of Back for Blood because they're called cleaners <laughs> and they're killing a bunch of zombies. That's kind of what I'm going with, actually. So, like, throughout the wasteland, you have all the abandoned buildings, facilities, and just all the abandoned places that have... God knows what in them, meaning either like an enemy or, you know, just creatures, ghouls, and they also have loot. Mm -hmm. So going around 
like you know certain like you know like an area and cleaning out just everything and then also become and so on the back end you'd be a trading faction as well so yeah. making it safer and profitable <laughs> okay yes. okay so so th- these are the people whose job it is to explore places that have yet to be pillaged or or gone through yeah to clean out all of the terrible things regardless of what it is they come across so they are armed to the teeth i would suppose as armed as they can be honestly right so whether it's rad roaches or feral ghouls or a hive of death claws in the super duper mart that they're (laughs) they're investigating they're ready for whatever and the thing that keeps them funded and kind of uh, going is the idea that they would then take whatever it is they find and use that to trade with the the peoples and the groups that they they would find. Now, are they nomadic? Or are they just constantly traveling across the country and just, uh, you know, like like a vacuum cleaner across the country? <laughs> I mean, are they? <laughs> I feel like it'd be a little bit of yes and a little bit of no. They like it'd be like based out of like a central area, like like like, you know, based out of the Commonwealth, but it would like travel from like a center point out. Okay. So there'd be like caravans going back and forth to like, you know, like new nomadic camps. Yes. So that, you know, there is at least one central place where everybody could go back to mm-hmm. and like all the trading can be done. So yeah, it's just, just, so they have like a home base, like there's yeah, like they a, have a home base. Okay. So if they're making a lot of money off of the things they find in these locations, as they clean out new places, then eventually some of the places they clean out are going to get reinfested. Yeah. Right. But that means that they also aren't going to have they're not going to find new items because the items will have all been taken. Yeah. So once the items are taken and they have to go back and clean out a new place or a place that's already been cleaned or, for example, uh, let's say there's a village and the village gets attacked by, a, a you know, a, a wandering group of feral ghouls decides that they're going to just like settle in the village and they call the cleaners right they're like hey, cleaners we got some ghouls we need to take them out how do they make money there do they like charge for cleaning services like i mean like if let's say it is like uh in a town or a village or something that calls for upon them yeah you need to have some sort of payment whether it's food water or caps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but like if like they go they come across a place like just a single building and just go trying to go back a little bit um they come across a building that they've already plundered and they know what's inside of it you know you're going to keep records of like what was here okay yeah they've was got like it, pit boys with like yeah. okay looking up this address this we've already yeah. been here it's so, like, like it's it, clean also, or it's supposed to be clean but nope there's a hive here of yeah super but is it but then also is it worth going into it Okay, so if it's picked clean, then you don't have to go into it and just, you know, mark it saying, hey, you know, like, don't go here. Death. (laughs) Oh, okay. So so when you initially pitched the idea, I was thinking there's like an ideology there that their their ultimate goal is to eventually rid the Commonwealth of any of these dangers. But it's one of those things of like, if you you can't keep expending resources on something that keeps popping up, I feel like as well. So if you could at least limit the danger, then do so. But like, if it's, you know, if it's at least like a, like death claws that keep re-inhabiting like a supermarket. No, just say, don't go there. (laughs) Okay. So do they then disseminate that information to the locals? 
No. Um, the way that I personally would do it was just like find a way to mark buildings so that oh, it's very so okay. yeah, just going around and be like you know like write death claws or something like that um, yeah, and just say you know do that enter they put a big flag up on top that's like yeah. the death claw flag meaning like yeah. this place is dangerous don't go in here yeah kind of like how uh, like some municipalities will put like uh, the red boxes with a red X that says no inhabitants mm-hmm. so if it catches on fire they're like ah, no we don't have to, we, we, we don't have to go inside I got you Okay. So. Interesting. Uh, Maverick or Nova, do you guys have any questions? I've been I've been throwing a lot of questions. This is very interesting. This is a cool idea. But feel free if you guys have any questions. Nova, do you want to chime in? Yeah. So it sounds like the the cleaners are essentially just like almost mercenaries for hire to me. That's what it kind of sounds like. But I, mercenaries yeah, for hire for specifically dangerous yeah. creatures yeah, yeah. is what it sounds yeah. like. Okay, so exterminators then. Yeah. That's probably a good way of putting it. Yeah, they're like super exterminators. <laughs> I'm just imagining I'm just like a bunch of guys with fumigators going into it. It's like a subway tunnel. I try to imagine. But like, okay, yeah, I kind of like that because um, like people who are, like it sounds like that you could recruit people who are specifically have been, you know, attacked by death claws, some of their survivors of death claw attacks and, you know, or at, like one of them debted against them. Yeah. And so you can, so they can hire, they can like sell out their services to different uh, settlements and say, okay, like if you give us X amount of caps, we will, we will keep this amount of people here and like have a ratio for how many people are at the settlement, how many people you keep there for, uh, for support. And then you have a centralized, like almost a quick reaction force that if the place is to get attacked, you send more troops there to go uh, help them out. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me, kind of. No, yeah, that's that. I guess that's like a, you're elaborating on my idea a little bit more, but yeah, that does like that would be like a good idea of things. Okay. So, so nice. um, and like the a good thing about like recruitment is like there's always. Yes, there's a lot of danger going from like place to place, but there's always the benefit of loot. So, you know, if you're going in there, you're going to be picking the best things for yourself to either sell or keep. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but then you, there's always going to be the bulk stuff like that you'd find in any any building in like a Fallout game that is good for, you know, like just resources. Especially the legendary loot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're taking the risk, so you're also going to want to take yeah. the advantage of yeah. being the one who, to, you know, you get the the best stuff for having yeah. taken the risk to go there. Um, yeah, I like that idea. It sounds like a really cool faction. Yeah. So, what about what about the people who would say like, well, you guys are just hired exterminators. What we really need are like a group of people who are willing to go the extra mile to like really take it to the super mutant problem or the ghoul problem or the death claw problem and actually like not just keep pushing them back because that doesn't actually solve anything it just kind of delays the inevitable Hmm. hold on hold on let me maverick (laughs) while my mouth isn't full with food that's why i don't have my camera on that's fine dude that's fine uh, truck so, truck life, so you gotta all, eat when you can, man. Sounds, I understand. Go ahead. Yeah, all, all it sounds like is more money. If you want, if you want more problems taken care of more thoroughly, it sounds like put bringing more money their way. Well, yeah, who's it, gonna it's, who's it's gonna fund that though, way. right? Like who who has the money to fund? Like Mr. House? Like that sounds like I a mean, lot. Mr. House could do it. Right, I but mean, there aren't there are only so many Mr. Houses out in the wasteland. When I was really coming up with this this like idea, the main goal was to like almost map an area, like map out like an area, 
of and just be like, okay, what buildings have been uh, cleaned out? What has the worst dangers? What ha- and you know, like just or what can even be like uh, used as a habitable place, mm-hmm. so that you could sh- like it's one for like the faction itself and being like, okay, we've been here, we've been here, don't go there, don't go there, and, and also help the uh the wasteland with being like okay these buildings have been cleared out there's no you need for you to go in them so you don't have to risk your life of being like oh maybe i could find some you know wood scraps metal or anything like that in here mm-hmm. and just be like no it's been cleaned out and there's possibly still something in there so don't even bother so it's more of like trying to help other people and if they want that stuff they could come and trade so like it's trying to help out the uh, like you know, the area uh, through trade, we're not. It's not more of trying to clear out entire encampments because right. that would be something for. You're like, not trying to you solve know, the bigger problem. Yeah, I'm not trying to solve a bigger problem. I'm trying mm-hmm. to solve a smaller problem and help people. So yeah, like it, it would have been easy. Uh, you know, they may have been able to get something for free, but now because I the the faction I have has gotten it and like they all they have to do is come to like a trading post like that's worth the fee of like trading some trading for supplies got it got it so yeah if they do need protection and say like oh you know something like there's a a, a warehouse outside out in the back of our uh town we need it cleaned up yes that would be something we do we get part of the loot we give you uh you know something you, know, you can buy whatever we have back from us mm-hmm. and that's payment mm-hmm I got you. Okay. Yeah, totally makes sense. So here's another question. If we, um, this is a faction, right? A lot of these factions have some sort of symbol, some sort of like, they're called the cleaners, right? When you think of say the enclave, there's like the enclave symbol. When you think the brotherhood of steel, there's the brotherhood symbol with the sword and the gear and the, the wings. Um, what is, what is your symbol? Do you have like a symbol in mind for the cleaners? Oh, I didn't think of that, but one that comes to mind really quickly is a, um, like an assault rifle and a broomstick crossed. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> nice. Nice. That is great. All right. Yes. All right. Now, do you have a mascot? Because some organizations or factions have mascots, right? Vault Tech. There's the Vault Tech symbol, but then there's Ooh. Vault Boy, right? Nuka Cola. You got the Nuka Cola logo, but then you got Bottle and Cappy. I mean, it sounds Honestly, like it sounds like you're going to have to market yourself a little bit like you might want to market yourself. People might need the help of the cleaners to clean out someplace because they're looking to resettle somewhere or, you know, super mutants come and mess with their farm. Hmm. Not one that comes to mind, actually. OK. All right. So Nova or Maverick, do you have any ideas for a, uh, a mascot for the cleaners? I'm thinking Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> like a little robot that like it's like a little cleaning exactly, bot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you know, it has to be a Fallout Rainbow though, so it's gonna be this giant mechanical marvel uh-huh. that also has a little steam pipe that like just constantly poofs a little like rings of smoke <laughs> as it goes along. <laughs> a, little, a little poof of smoke as it as it comes by and oh. like sweeps up. Yeah. So like a steampunk version of a Roomba then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like a 1950s. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. An 1890s Roomba. <laughs> yeah, his name's like Sweepy or something. Oh yeah. God, Sweepy! Yes. Oh no, he comes Sweepy. Just this, this little thing just starts coming over the hill. Sweepy. Yeah, a little, little advertisement pops up and is like, "Call on Sweepy. He'll clean your problem." 
Out of the darkness, you you see the electric glow of the two little eyes. It it comes comes to light. (laughs) It just comes to light. They're just two vacuum tubes. Yeah, I I can see the uh, the advertisement is like you know ghouls got you down, and then like the ghouls are like, and then Sweepy's like coming by, like sweeping up. He goes, "Not you guys again!" And he pulls out a rifle, and then he sweeps up their dead bodies, and then goes off the screen. And the best part would be all the cleaners. if it cleans up his cases too, which is like, can't leave yeah. those around. Can't leave those around. Those <laughs> are useful. Luke. Right. They are oh. Useful. oh, no. And he looks at him like they're, like he didn't notice them that they were there before and goes, oh, more loot. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, this is awesome. I love this idea. This is great, yeah. man. I, I knew you guys were going to come up with some cool stuff. <laughs> All right. The cleaners. That's awesome. I would love it would be amazing if somebody in our community uh, did some like some quick little drawings or something of like oh, some amazing. of this stuff and posted or we, it. Or would be best if they modded be into Fallout awesome. 4. Oh my god, they modded them in. Like a little, oh. like, a little cleaner. They had little jumpsuits, like a little cleaner. <laughs> like, oh my god. They look they look like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, they'd be yeah, it'd be like a slow. Yeah, like with, with with flamers though instead of instead of instead of the uh, uh the proton packs. Proton packs. Yeah. Proton packs. Yeah. Oh my god. God, that would be so good. Awesome. All right. Oh my God, this is great. I, I, this I is great. Download, I download that for, for my Fallout game. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. That if would it be was so a good. mod. Yeah, you could even have a mod where like people like, you know, there's like a, like you add it into the Radiant Quest system where like somebody calls you up and is like, hey, are you a cleaner? I need some help. And you'd be like, uh, yes. Subsidiary of the Minutemen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, you, you can connect yeah. to, the, to the Minutemen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so Preston Garvey doesn't have to tell you everything <laughs> instead you get so you get this guy over, he's a mod little green and so you get this guy over here to tell you everything to do now sweepy sweepy like comes out like you know when you get like a message from the courier in like skyrim and he's like oh i've been looking for you instead sweepy comes up and it's like boop 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 got a new mission <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be perfect. This is gonna show up. This is gonna show up in Fallout 76 two years from now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Didn't we come up? Wasn't this a thing we talked about on the podcast? Yeah. He says I want a job if you do that. (laughs) Well, technically Lil Green gets the job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I expanded on it. I want some credit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who was it that pointed out that the the um alien invasion stuff that came out what two months ago was an idea that we discussed yeah. on this show like two and a half years ago oh yeah i don't know it was it was legitimately an idea that we discussed on the show and then it was now a thing that showed up in fallout 76 anyway i don't i don't mind take all the ideas uh, take all the ideas that's fun as long as it makes for good content in the game that's cool yeah um all right who wants to go next nova maverick yeah, sure, I'll go. No so I was thinking. So I was thinking more on the lines of uh, like a Fault seventy six timeline. So not two hundred years in the future, but I can still make it work in two hundred years. That's in the fine. Future, so. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, okay. So I was I was thinking of this of the faction called the Brigade, which is a remnant U.S. National Guards unit that was uh, stuck inside a city that uh, who were on right control duty. So. Okay. Like, so I'm just, I, I put in Kansas city cause that's where I live. And so I know the place best. So like the city was essentially an industrial city that was, it turned into industrial city during the Sino-American war because it's a halfway point between East and West coast. So a lot of railroads crossed through here. So, um, it was a really big industrial hub and transportation hub. And so it was important that cities like this that are 
uh, halfway points between East and West coast are kept intact and functioning. So union busters essentially came in like the brigade was a union buster. Essentially okay. uh, they, they made, they made sure that the, that the workers were still working. They made sure that the industry was still flowing. They made sure that the trains still getting through. But then when the bombs fell though, they continued, they uh, were contacted by a ro- local enclave remnants that was inside this, that was just outside the city. And they were told to get the war machine back up and running again because the enclave wanted to f- continue finding the war so it ties into eckhart again okay but then that's that's when eckhart loses contact though uh and so it's left this local little war machine a little enclave remnant to continue to encourage continue to get the brigade to go up again so um but sadly though they are very stripped of resources though because most of their heavy equipment their uh, power armor the tanks and ifes are were stripped from their brigade and sent over to China for the war effort. So they're very low on heavy infantry or heavy equipment, but they do have plenty of manpower that they're recruited from the local populace because they have control of the local stockpiles. So just like the federal Hmm. rationing stockpile that we saw in Fallout 4, well, those were spread across the city as well. And the brigade had access to all those. And so they used those to bolster the manpower to keep control and to begin rebuilding the city. But the main problem that they're coming into, though, is first of all, radiation sickness, second of all, a resurgence of the blue flu that was continuing to that was going to ravage them so they're really on like they're fighting both a biological war a pandemic and also local raiders uh outside raiders who are coming into the city to try and loot uh people who are still trying to survive uh survive the war and don't want anything to do with the brigade and so the entire premise is that they're trying to hold the city down they're trying to restart the industry because the enclave wants them to begin producing more tanks they want them producing uh more power armors units and they want uh, to eventually have the city ready for when they can begin to ship equipment from the West coast East again. So like I, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking it would be like the enclave. Once they did begin to reemerge again, they would need to have transportation from East to West begin facilitating mining operations again, to restart industry, to restart manufacturing yeah. so they can I begin to keep the war on with China. And this would be like a small little cog in the machine because it is still a U.S. army unit and they would, and, the enclave was acting as if it's still a surviving U.S. Army general or general staff, and so that's why they were taking their orders orders from them. Okay, so what differentiates them as being distinct from the enclave proper? So are they like a subgroup of the enclave? Yeah, yes, they're acting as a subgroup of the enclave, but okay. they don't know it though. And their main oh. goal is, re- is really just to get the city functional again. So there's so there's still a governing body. I'm not the governing body. There's still a military body who is operational. And so that's what this, that's what kind of brings them away from the enclave is, is that they're not trying to like you know kill everyone. They're trying to make the city functional again. <laughs> right. So they're they're they they are acting as if they're taking orders from the U.S. government. They they believe that they're still part of yes. the, the it, it, U.S. It, chain it, of they're command. They're still in martial law. That's right. How that's how they're acting as if the right. as if the city still under martial law is still under their jurisdiction, and that they're the ones trying to uh, keep the keep the order until the government can. Uh, be restored. Again. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay, so so they don't because they don't understand the bigger picture and and, and yes, all that. correct. So so as the brigade, they are f- like their main goals. Would you say that their main goals are to further the goals of the United States military, but primarily in their specific location, looking looking and taking care of the people in the center of the country and specifically their their city and their location 
Yeah, so th- that would be their main goal, but also they're doing it pretty harshly, though, because as resources begin to dwindle, they have to just resort to more and more drastic measures where they can't imprison pe- as many people anymore. They just begin executing those who begin to loot. Uh, oh, so, so this, gets, it, this gets dark. <laughs> yes, it, well, yeah, of course it gets dark because it's fallout. But right, it, right. <laughs> it's, okay. so it gets dark and that begins to build a like resistance to them, which is, would be, I don't know, I haven't thought about that part really much yet, but like it, it begins to build up uh, resistance, resistance to them. Um, another faction begins to emerge, who begin to begin to fight against them, and and it, like it, it's it just kind of becomes a civil war pretty much within the city, uh, where the brigade is fighting a unconventional guerrilla, or the, the resistance fighting unconventional guerrilla war against the brigade is still using normal U.S. military tactics of the time. And I like this because I really wish they would include this within a, within Fallout. Like they have tanks still. They sell mm. those tanks that you see in Fallout Four and Seventy Six. Mm. They have a couple of those remaining, which they've you they've eventually managed to keep running because they cannibalized the rest of the tanks that were inside their inside their unit. And so I think it'd be really cool to actually be able to see those. Uh, oh, yeah. The IFVs actually rolling around. Um, and also, I would just love to see what kind of because like, like, like I was saying, Kansas City became a huge industrial city uh, where. And I was also thinking like there'd be a bunch of resource facilities that they will, will hold on to for like for dear life and try to uncover what was actually happening there because they kind of, they kind of rolled in and took over the facility, which was on lockdown at that point, And they aren't able to get through to the, like to, to the server banks to secure the data mm-hmm. that they want that they've been ordered to get for the enclave. And so like that would be kind of big a subplot for them is, is like, if you were to pl- if you were to play with them, that you'd be able to get access to this higher, super high tech technology. Like I, like I was imagining a like a, a kind of hybrid suit between the T forty five and the T fifty one, where it's like this one company that was taking was taking T forty five suits and trying to upgrade them and sell it to the U S military, but it never really got anywhere though. Um, and yeah. so I was, I was thinking that'd be like a cool little piece of equipment that you would find, yeah, or that or that they begin to use later in the game if you do unlock that. You've got me thinking about like. I mean, if we do get a proper Fallout 5 sometime yes. after the next Elder Scrolls game, so we're still looking around 10 years from now, honestly speaking. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, that's n- no way. 10 years? No, n- yes. I mean, yeah. we've got we've got Starfield, and then it's going to be at least four or five more years before, before we would get the next Elder Scrolls game because it takes yeah. them that long to do for the main studio to do a game. And then for the main studio to do a Fallout 5 would take another four or five years after that. Now, we may get uh, offshoot games like a New Vegas 2 or something like that, but imagine a Fallout 5 in fancy new engine with things like tanks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> imagine a massive battle with like power armor troops in a next like not this new next gen that came out just a few years ago, but like next gen tech fighting tanks, power armor where like your power armor can take a hit from like a tank round. Yeah, but it freaking blows off pieces of your power armor. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not like, oh, your power armor is damaged. No, like that chest piece is now blown open and you, 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 the character get like knocked back like 400 feet and then you get back up and you're like, oh, yeah. crap. Oh, and I've got a hole in my part. You know, like <laughs> it is a high explosive around to the chest. Yeah. And you're able to withstand <laughs> it because it's power armor. But now your power armor is just busted open. And that was the or, one thing you were able to withstand. Or we even cooler 
similar is it's faulty. So like, you're, like it's like when the joints in your legs like freezes up, and so you're kind of like dragging that behind you. You're limping. Yeah, yeah. It just it just busts really cool. and it doesn't it's work like anymore. Dynamic, right? You can yeah. still use the jet, so you can like hop around from like one spot to the next, but then you can't yeah. really walk. So you're just like dragging a leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You look back it's like a little trench behind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the ground is deforming underneath you because the ground actually yeah. deforms when you move. That oh would be awesome. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Or because you're in power armor, like you and three of your buddies, like get around the tank and are able to like pick it up and like flip it over. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Tank tipping. (laughs) Yeah. Tank tipping. You're like, well, we got to get in there somehow. Well, let's just tip it over and then peel off the top. All right. (laughs) The armor on the bottom is is a lot thinner. Let's let's tip it over. (laughs) I must must imagine the tank crew's reaction for the inside. They're like, we're safer inside a tank. Also, this fish just comes through the bottom of the tank like, oh my god like a sardine can yeah i mean yeah think about it like you don't need lots of thick armor on the that bottom would be terrifying unless you expect dudes in power armor to come flip your tank over yeah and i'm pretty sure the u.s military was not expecting uh power armor to be on the other side right right they were they were expecting to fight you know chinese soldiers and you know Stealth swarm suits tactics, and, yeah, yeah, swarm tactics and things like that. Not other power armor, um, which would be an amazing thing to see in a, in a future game. Um, yeah. Guys, would be amazing is if it had battlefield kind of dynamics where you could actually t- like topple entire buildings after you shoot it with a tank round or something or a mini. Oh my god, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, um, Maverick and and Lil Green, what do you guys think about this idea? Well, Will's thinking. You're kind of muted still. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually like the idea. <laughs> it's it sounds like um, in the early stages, it's like a, a national guard almost. Yeah, it is. Well, it literally is a national guard unit oh, that okay. was deployed to like because you know riots were happening, a civil unrest, mass civil unrest was happening within the fall universe, and so there was they were deployed to the to Kansas City to try and keep the peace and keep the city operational so the war effort could continue. And, and, and supply okay. lines are important during any conflict, so it makes sense that they would have yeah. places like yeah, this in the middle of the country. Yeah, because as uh, I'm forgetting his name, Field Marshal something something from the uh, Franco-Prussian Wars said, an army marched on its stomach. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. So, I mean, we're kind of seeing that today in world events. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maverick, what do you think? What I think is that I'd be down for this too. Okay. Uh, I would. Um, uh, I, I find it kind of really interesting that it would be. Um, hold on. That it would be more that the this group didn't know who. Like they, they think that they're still part that. They're, that they're still taking orders from the army, but they're not. Which that'd be a great quest line all by itself. Yeah, it'd be a cool plot twist. Just like uh, you, you think it's a general somewhere, like yeah, it'd the be Pentagon a or something like that. Plot. Yeah, yeah, because dissemination of information yeah. would be very difficult because information lines break down, and yeah. each individual group of the military would slowly come to realize what is actually going on in their own time. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, Nova, let's talk about symbolism. What what would okay. what would would they keep the American army? Would they have their own subgroup symbolism once they realized that things were starting to change? Like, so yeah, I, I was I was kind of thinking it would still be the U.S. Army patch that they would use, but it, mm-hmm. it'd be more like customized though, because instead of having like I don't know the two sixty fourth brigade, those like the the number itself would be scratched out on all the uniforms, mm-hmm. and then just it would just say like over it would just be stitched into the brigade to symbolize that like the, the mental shift that is happening within, within the, this, well, this national guard unit is that they're like, they no longer see themselves as a number because they don't see, like they don't have contact with anyone else. And so like, yeah. cause or like at the very beginning of it, they would still go by whatever brigade number they were. Um, but like as the years wear on, they don't have contact with anyone except for this one general or this one group of high of high commanders somewhere within the wastes. Like I said, just outside of Kansas City, though, with an underground bunker, um, and they just th- begin to think of themselves as the brigade within the city. Right. And so they, it, they would grow in um, like camaraderie with themselves more than with the greater military. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. And then the people that are oppressing me and refer to them as the brigade. Like, oh no, the brigade is coming. Better hide whatever we just stole or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that was kind of my like mental justification for naming him the brigade because um, just like we say the police, we don't disseminate between like which like well, like which police precinct they're from. We say the police. Yeah. And so, and so yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of what I was thinking when I was naming them. Did I, I don't um, know if anyone got my joke. No, nah, I didn't hear the, it. The band, the band, the police. I, I started singing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light. Um, anyway, I can't sing that high. His voice is so high. <laughs> Roxanne. Um, <clears throat> anyway, this is a cool idea. This is this is a cool. This is a, like, obviously it ties in with the events, uh, the events and the details of things. And so you've done a lot of lot, put a lot of thought into this. This is cool. Yeah. Well, cool stuff. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate the the positive feedback. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I could totally see this playing out in like a, a scenario in in a game yeah. as being like a like a, a side group that you have to deal with and and you know the evolution of that group and and kind of how that plays out. Yeah. So, well, cool. Well, we need to take a break, thank our patrons, and then we're going to come back and talk with Maverick here and and hear his thoughts on this. So, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. another of general atomics finest still eager to serve all right here we are in the middle of the show this is where i get to thank you guys and the rest of our patrons so big thanks to all 53 of you guys and that includes i'm the creeper our sentry bot our tier 5 level patron and all 53 of you and if this show is helping you get through your work day your drive to work your workout or the $500 bill that you paid the vet in order to fix your dog's toe because the toenail broke and her toenail got infected and she listened to podcasts while taking your dog to the vet, then go to patreon.com slash fallout lorecast and check out all the different 
tiers where you can get ad free episodes and uh, join us on future episodes of the show like this where we can talk about all sorts of things you know fallout stuff and you can get t-shirts and all sorts of wonderful things but thank you to everybody genuinely i couldn't do this i couldn't make this a full-time job if it wasn't for you guys listening to the show helping to support and i'd love to give you stuff back even for just a few bucks you can get some extra things so go check that out and um also we have two uh Two new reviews that came in over the last uh, few days. We have one from JB82665. Uh, this is on Apple Podcasts, and uh, JB is from the United States. Awesome podcast, five stars. Not sure if you still read this on the show or not. I do, and you're going to be very surprised when you finally catch up to almost 200 episodes in. Um, because I'm still pretty early in your episodes, but love your podcast. I run heavy equipment for work, so I listen to the same five songs radio <laughs> every radio station plays. Gets old, and then I found your Lorecast. Yeah, dude, I totally get that. I totally get the whole listen to the same music over and over again. Um, so yeah, podcast so much better. I don't get to play video games much anymore, so it's nice to listen to your podcast and remember the good times I've had playing Fallout. Thanks, robots. Well, thanks, JB. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episodes and someday are able to catch up to this episode and you'll hear the me reading you out, out your thing. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We also have one from MC5 from Australia who writes, so addictive. I am new to this podcast, but in two weeks I've listened to 50 episodes and can't stop. Such a great podcast that explains lots of the interesting lore and so easy to listen to mc5 thank you so much for taking the time to write that and to everybody who even just drops in a little five-star rating either on apple or spotify thank you so much for doing that it really does help this maintain a high ranking in search on those platforms and lets people know hey it's worth checking out the show so thanks to everybody i really do appreciate your help with this i couldn't do this if it wasn't for you guys i'd just be yelling out into the internet so i really do appreciate the help from all of you all right let's move on with the rest of the show if you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, guys. Maverick, you're an old pro at this whole faction talk thing. What are you thinking? If you were to make your own faction, mm. what would you what would you do? I, I know, but before I do that, that last review, yeah, I know the feeling too being on the road. The the feeling of what? I, I know the feeling of listening to the same songs over oh, yeah. and over. Yeah. I know that feeling. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Being on the road, same radio stations. New town, new radio station, same old song. Yep, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. yeah different people, same songs. Yep. So, okay, so let's talk factions. What are you thinking? I like factions. I yeah. like factions. Factions yeah. are fun. Yeah. Actually, actually, this was an old thing. I actually look, had to look this up to make sure I, I remember this correctly. Because I actually made... I was trying to make a mod back in the day. It didn't work out. Or I didn't finish it or whatever. So it's like half completed. I gotta find it back again. Okay. It's called The Nation of Robots. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when you were doing this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I except except I would there would be someone else. This would take place down near Pensacola, Florida, down near that Navy base down there, okay. where every where it basically be a militaristic type atmosphere based uh, on conquest and a bunch of other things, trying to gain power and create spheres of influence. Kind of like with the Soviet Union. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm all about. Basically, 
Yeah, basically what everyone everyone else was trying to do during World War, like right before World War II or whatever. Okay. Like with China. Right. I, I, I've been reading a lot on history before, that, listening to a lot of documentaries. So please forgive me if you don't get these. All right. Uh, so, so, so this is the nation of robots and robots yeah. being me. And I was the yeah, leader. You. I was the leader of this group. Yeah. Yeah. You're the emperor. Oh, I was the emperor. And so yeah. I was leading a group that was coming up from the uh, the it's basically the northern coast. It's it's almost like Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, almost. Oh, yeah. But it's like the northern coast of Florida. Um and there's like there's a military base up there up up on the coast over there and um yeah because i don't actually live up on that part of the state but um but no. I, I absolutely know where you're talking about I, and yeah i've been over there um and th- this is a group that like originates from there and has plans to then what move north and kind of retake the country yeah pretty much yeah yeah basically conquest and power destroy anything that comes in their way maybe create trade line basically anything what a nation would actually do like like uh, even though it'd be more militaristic kind of like a more radicalized version of the brotherhood of steel okay so there's somewhere between like the brotherhood of the uh, brotherhood of the steel i almost called them the brotherhood Brotherhood. of the steel and the brotherhood of the traveling pants and um caesar's legion i would like to say more of the across if the caesar's legion the brotherhood of steel and the enclave had a baby wow three people having a baby would be an amazing feat i know it would but (laughs) but the qualities of each of these i got you i totally get the idea yes absolutely okay all right so they they would like high uh like very militaristic high reliance on technology uh, military weapon, weaponry, power armor, laser weapons. I'm assuming that you'd kind of go in that direction. Yeah, that direction. Uh, except, except in, they they would have the in in the Fallout Roundtable. We call it Whirly Birds, but it's you know, the the Vertebrates. The Vertebrates, right? Yeah. They they would have those, but they would also have the Stingray. Aircraft that that were in those hangars mm. in the, on this navy base, they they'd, they'd fix them up. Basically, have tr- get air superiority, blow up everything. Fun times. Fun times. All right, so they would just conquest the rest of the U.S. up, up from the south. Yeah. Now, would would the plan be to head up to the capital wastes? Are they taken back like the northeast part of the country? Well, what in the background of this, their original plan was to uh, was yes to go to the capital waste because of all the resources that were up there. Along the way, probably going through what's left of South Carolina, North Carolina. Okay, so they're heading over to the east coast. They're going like to the coast and then north. Yeah, they're heading up the coast pretty much, and then from there they're going to head west. Okay, so like maybe like a crossover to like Ohio, Chicago, and then and and, and then the to New Vegas, and then over from ah. over okay. over to what's left of Los Angeles. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, Lil Green Nova, you guys have any questions about this? 
Uh, we went from like the cleaners, which was kind of fun and happy, like to like Nova's idea, which started to get dark, to now Maverick's idea, which is like conquesting, conquesting the U.S. The and destroying nation. everyone in their path. It sounds. It's <laughs> would they even be able to fly? Is the question with the stingrays? Uh, like the airframes have got to be super degraded by now. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not wrong. Well, yeah, unless, wrong, unless they were but... able to get the um, materials to kind of remake them yeah. around the shape yeah. of the frame, using the shape of the frames as as like a uh, like a model as base. Yeah, to, to yeah. rebuild like basically yeah. from the inside out. Theoretically, they could if they had the right yeah, materials. Theory, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like an interesting faction. Um, uh, I just I just question like because <laughs> you miss Georgia as well. He said, "Let's go up north through South Carolina, North Carolina, skipping over Georgia." <laughs> well, theoretically, they could head. Well, no, yeah, yeah I mean, and they'd have to yeah. still go through part of Georgia, but yeah, I mean, there's yeah. not like if they went along the coastline that that's like Savannah. There's really not a whole lot of that yeah. part of Georgia. Yeah. yeah, they could go up to Atlanta and then over to the Carolinas. Either way, mm-hmm. they, yeah, I, mean, I they, just forgot. Yeah. I, I just forgot a full state going. going yeah, that's, right. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Oopsies! You know, went through it's, that state today. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> when when I used to tour in a band, and you know, touring anywhere north from Florida, you have to go through Georgia, and so much of Georgia is just like interstate with nothing in it. And at some point, you have to you know take a pit stop, you know, get gas, you go to the yeah. bathroom, eat something, and every one of those little towns off the interstate looks the same. So. We would joke whenever we'd pull over and be like, oh, where are we? Like we somebody like somebody's driving. Somebody else is taking a nap in the car. Somebody wake up. Oh, where are we now? Oh, don't worry. We're at dump truck, Georgia again. Like every every town <laughs> on the way through door, Georgia is dump truck, Georgia. <laughs> uh, sounds like a great experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's just yeah. I mean, it's not I'm not you know, there are lots of nice little towns that you can go to. Not yeah. the not the interstate exits. Those are all dump truck Georgia. So if you do live in <laughs> a nice town in Georgia, that's not the one I'm talking about. Don't don't at me. I'm just talking about the I'm just talking about the interstate exit. Don't send us hate comments, please. No hate comments. I'm just talking about the interstate exit with the uh, the IHOP and the you know the gas station. That little spot right there. I think I know. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. The the IHOP. Yeah. That's not pepperoni. That's that's ash on your eggs right there. Yeah. Yeah. The IHOP and the um, the awful house and. and, Yeah. 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 You're not wrong. That's a really interesting faction, though. Uh, very might be. It sounds like it's pretty cumbersome, though. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how that would play out within the game. If like it would be a constant search for new fusion cells or anything else like that. Because you said the robots. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, right? No, no, that robots named after me. They are. They are oh, robots. They're droids. They're people. Okay. They are people. Robots is me, the leader, whose name is Robots. Okay, I get it now. Okay, that's where I was going. Okay. The Emperor is me. (laughs) It's designed after me. (laughs) Okay, I see. That's where I've been getting confused at. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'd love to see how far they could go before they they just. Like, are you gonna are you gonna kind of like Alexander the Great and just march your army until they die of exhaustion? Yeah, man. Months? Yeah, I'm I'm just a military. <laughs> obviously, I'm a, I'm a tactical military genius. I would just you know you nobody can stand Nuka-Cola against shirt. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nuka Cola for all. <laughs> yeah, I'll make them. I'll make them all of these promises that I won't keep, and then I'll just murder them. 
Yeah, probably be as ruthless as Genghis Khan. There you well, go. Who knows? <laughs> uh, you know, kill ten percent of the population of the world. That's all. Genghis, Genghis robots. <laughs> did you know? Did you know that Genghis Khan killed ten percent of the population of the, yeah. of the world? Yes, I, I, I did know that. Yeah. That's it insane. Is, it is a stupid, scary statistic. That is ridiculous. Weird. Yeah, I, mean, well, I don't think it was Genghis Khan himself. I think it was the con, like the. I think it's the con line of it was, people who did. Right. It was his, yeah, his yeah. forces. It was all his men. Right. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, Lil, what do you think? What do you think this? It's, it is honestly like, it's an interesting faction, just, but it's, I just, it's one of those things of like, I want to see how far it could go and just how bad it could get even. <laughs> yes, it sounds like it could get real trail. You can make like an Oregon Trail Fallout game. It, it, oh, it just God. like, um, it, it, it reminds me, oh, what was, like, uh, of custard's march like uh during like the civil war like oh, how he yeah. just like literally like burning everything you, you, no 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 no, no. That is sherman sherman oh, sherman's march. March. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah sherman down to the sherman's coast march. through georgia speaking yes. of he visited <laughs> all yeah, he visited yeah, every dump georgia. truck georgia on the way yes. <laughs> well he yeah, made yeah, a yeah, dump truck georgia, georgia. <laughs> yes <laughs> he burnt yes. that crap to the ground man oh. <laughs> but uh, it just seems like it'd be the post-apocalyptic version of sherman's march yeah so there you go in so. reverse though he'd be going north instead of south yeah yep, yep. just crossing the Still. x <laughs> yeah well, maverick you revenge on, you oh, revenge on dump truck georgia <laughs> <laughs> jump truck georgia is coming for you now you better watch out maverick what uh what's the symbol what's the symbol of robots terrible f- faction that's gonna take over the world yeah, yeah awful awful morally wrong faction that i've thought of is it is it my face is it now. me doing like like the vault boy like thumbs up the flag would be red red it, it would have your face on it mm-hmm. it did j- just smiling like an evil smile <laughs> <laughs> I, really like I, this face. Ho- I was hoping for buddy butt it could just be oh buddy, my bot. God, buddy or, bot yeah yeah or buddy bot there you go there and you go. imagine him just, his voice playing over loudspeakers as propaganda people of dumb truck georgia do not be alarmed <laughs> we come people of dumb truck georgia we come in peace <laughs> do not be afraid we bring lots of nuka cola and not murder we don't bring any murder not at all as I'm looking at the distance in the previous dump truck, Jordan is like billowing smoke in the distance. <laughs> what is that smell in that awful black smoke in the distance? It's not burning flesh. It's not burning bodies, I promise. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> Except oh us with open this arms. This guy's really your dark. Saviors. <laughs> this is really dark. Oh, man. Yeah. It- It'd probably be something, something like, like uh, you'd turn to like a messiah. Like I can save you. Join us as as we keep moving north or whatever. So Maverick, do, does this faction actually have to create a buddy bot that, like, is that the acting emperor? It's a is that like Tron buddy bot? Yeah, it's like an actual buddy bot. Like, like I as the real emperor is like behind the scenes. And then Buddy Bot's like the puppet emperor that everyone thinks is the emperor. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. 
Like everyone's uh, like, I oh, mean, that's robots. That. Robots is Buddy Bot, like is the emperor, but it's actually like a person behind the scenes who's actually making all the decisions. So if anyone takes out Buddy Bot, well, they just they can just fix him because he's a robot. Yeah, the <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'd be amazing though if he's a secure, like a, a secure, not a secure Tron, but in a, an assault Tron or a, a, a sentry bot, mm-hmm. and he rolls up to you, knocks your gate, and Buddy Bot's voice comes out of it. Right, right, yeah. Buddy Bot just kind of starts talking, or or like a yeah, yeah. I yeah, totally, I can totally picture that. Yeah, yeah. But here's the most important question, though: How would you personally get around? Me yes, as as the you? emperor. Yeah. I, yes. I think I probably live in just like a little room somewhere and I never leave it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was thinking you're like getting hauled around on a stretcher with your entire setup around you. This, <laughs> like you're always at a home. And then like, <laughs> like as your force are attacking, here's constantly like you're uh, having your podcast, mm, but like, you're mm-hmm. doing a play by play for it though. Over loudspeakers. <laughs> I think I want like a, like an airship, like the Pridwin. <laughs> and I just like oh, am constantly awesome. like yeah. floating just over, over everybody. Yeah. Pretending it's like a sporting event or something. Right. But the, but but it has like big loudspeakers with Buddy Bot re- just like like repeating <laughs> like propaganda, you know, like it's a repurposed uh Goodyear blimp. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a big Buddy Bot face on the side. It says, yep. it says things all the, the time. Innocent, the most innocent face in the co- uh, the most innocent face in the wasteland is slaughtering you right now. How do you feel, bud? <laughs> Join the robots faction. We have Nuka-Cola and <laughs> the hugs. Yay. Like, this is the worst propaganda ever, but somehow it's working. Come to our side. We have cookies. Nuka-Cola cookies. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this is a fun idea, Maverick. This is awesome. Um, yeah, everyone just made this idea so much better. This is, this is why we do this, because, you know, multiple brains are better than so- one. <laughs> I would love to see a cleaners versus robots robots empire <laughs> just go head to head and then it's buddy bot in the room but just duking it out <laughs> <laughs> sweepy <The> sweepy <laughs> what does sweepy sound like oh god what is sweepy's voice question i think sweepy has a low voice yeah, a lower voice. Sweepy, sweepy, distinguished. Sweepy's like like a cool, a cool. Uh, is he is he no, like a fancy? Is he Al- European or something? Be like an hey there, buddy bot. Hey there, buddy bot. What do you think you're doing this part of town? <laughs> this yeah. town ain't big enough for the two of us. Oh, he's like he's like a western. He's like a, a western, western fella. <laughs> he's like how did how did they buddy bot? This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Honestly, so, I like somebody's it. got a mosey on out of here, and it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> he just has spurs on his wheels <laughs> and a little speaker on the side that goes to you. Oh my god. That, that everyone's like, where is that music coming from? <laughs> and that's just the sound that, sh- that awesome. happens. A little, little Roomba comes. Yeah, that's the sound that happens that just lets everybody know that he's about to, like, you know, take them out. He's about to do his cleaning. 
<laughs> That's the only warning is that there's a. And everyone's so confused and they just go down too easily. Like, what? What is that? It's a mysterious stranger moment, though, where he just appears out of nowhere. He just appears out of nowhere. His music plays. 44. Yeah, and then he slowly, and then he slowly, he's got like little treads, and then he slowly just goes back into the shadows. Sweeping as it goes. <laughs> it's it's like that one Homer Simpson meme where it's like, oh, okay. He just disappears into the bush, but sweeping the like disappears like a star train or something like that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Totally. Well, guys, this has been super fun. Thanks for yeah. joining me again. Um, of course. I would love to see people's pictures about what these factions might look like or their, their uh, <laughs> you know, some of the characters that we've designed around them, <laughs> symbols and things. Um, I'll tell you what, let's go back through and feel free to share ways that people can reach out to you, what you got going on, anything like that. Lil Green, got anything anything fun happening? Uh, not right now. I've just been working a lot. So uh, I'm hoping next month to actually have some free time to do something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, if anybody wants to reach out to me, like, uh, I check Discord a couple of times a day. So if you tag me in something, I'll respond to it uh, when I get when I see it. Yeah, send him some so. cleaner drawings. Oh, on my Discord. God. <laughs> I'm tempted to go, like, uh, uh, tomorrow night to actually try and come up with a, a logo for it. That would be amazing. Or if you found, like, you know, it'd be really funny is if you went to, like, a, I don't know, like an old, I don't know, one of those old stores that have, like, cheap old items that nobody wants and oh, you, like a thrift store like an old thrift store or something and you found just some old pieces of things that you could kind of put together to make it look like it was an like a robot <laughs> and then you took me. <laughs> and then you took pictures because you're a photographer and you took like yes. stylized photos of like this like cleaner bot that you made out of old I don't know radio components <laughs> and like vacuum cleaner parts I think I know what I'm um, doing when I have the free time that would be amazing <laughs> and then also it has, it has to have like googly eyes on it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I love the googly eyes. That would be amazing. Whoever like, rolls around, they just start spinning in his head. This <laughs> is sweepy, sweepy. All right, dude. Well, thanks for joining again. Of course, as, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, Maverick. I know you got a podcast that you do. Yeah, I got a podcast out there. Uh, it's called the Fallout Roundtable. It's on the Rocket Club here on the Robot Radio Network. We just released episode number eight. Ocho. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, if you want to reach me, you'd, you'd probably have to go through Discord because I don't have a Twitter. I don't have any. I, I not building anything up there unless you want to. Unless you want to follow the Fallout Roundtable official. Twitter, which is at Fallout RTD. Any other time, if you just tag me in Discord, I'll. I'll I'm I'm on the road, like three weeks there at a time. Yeah, and send him a note on like. the uh, the channel. You've got your own channel too for the Fallout Roundtable. Yeah, so yeah, that too. You'll just post stuff in there. The, yeah, you'll see that too. Well, awesome, dude. Thanks for joining. Mm-hmm. And then Nova, you got anything cool going on? Uh, yeah. 
working a lot like usual. I have two more classes that I'm making. I'm, I'm a, a service and therapeutic trainer, so I'm taking two more classes for that, uh, taking up a lot of my time. Uh, besides that, doing my usual YouTube thing. I started a TikTok, Supernova Gaming, if you want to follow me there. My Twitter is uh, Supernova13, and I mostly just post nerd stuff there, uh, both TikTok and Twitter. Um, uh, currently, I'm working on a video that is an introduction into FEV, Super Mutants, and Ghouls. Um, it's pretty much an introduction to the abominations of Fallout, and I'm hoping to expand on from there, uh, going into each of those three individual topics. Uh, and it's been pretty good so far. School's been keeping me very busy, so I haven't posted in a month. So I'm hoping to get that out soon. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck, man. That sounds like a lot. It is, yeah. But yeah. it's worth it, though. Well, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Go check out, uh, Nova stuff. That sounds really cool. Um, well guys, thank you for joining me again. I've, uh, let's see, do I have anything cool going on? I've got, of course, all of my shows, robotsradio.net for my shows, the other shows, uh, beyond just fault Lorecast that I do elder scrolls and mass effect and, uh, cyberpunk and the witcher and the Lord of the rings Lorecasts. Um, and then also I've got uh, my birthday's coming up. Um, May 8th. So I've got like a, what is that? Like a week and a little bit, almost two weeks. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to do something fun. Maybe we'll do like a fun hangout, play games on, you know, online or something. I don't know if you guys have some fun ideas for something we could do to celebrate. Let me know. Uh, but that's what I got going on. And I will see you guys again next week on the regular, just a regular episode that's coming up next. And until then, stay safe in the wasteland. Thanks for joining everybody. Have a good week. See you guys later. To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Reach out to me on Twitter at robots underscore radio. Check out the Robots Radio Rocket Club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast, starting a new podcast, or helping your current podcast grow. There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.